Thank you very much. Keep these before the Lord all day. Just keep your prayer sheet. We have one at the house we take home with us. Keep it right there where we can go. If the Lord lays it on our hearts, we uh, pray for each one of those on the prayer sheet. I ask you to do the same, and God will bless. Amen. I I don't. I'm not going to say much about it tonight, but I just want us to pray much, like uh, Brother Gibbs said, for our country, because I'm very concerned about it. But God knows what He's doing. I have a. I got perfect peace from the Lord about what is taking place right now, and and I do know that. God is in control. And so, God's will be done. Amen? I just want to be sure that I'm right with the Lord. And God's people is right with the Lord. And uh, God can bless. Tonight I want to bring some... I've I've been uh, dealing with some people and people have been calling just unhappy. You know, just miserable, really. And uh, I want to talk to you about the secret of true happiness. And I have found, after all these years, that you can be happy in every kind of circumstance you're in. I don't care what it is. You can be happy in And so if you turn to the first psalm, I want to use it, and if I can please, Psalms 1, beginning in verse 1. <clears throat> didn't, change, didn't find Matthew chapter 5. And we'll go there in a few minutes. Uh, Psalms 1, verse 1. Blessed, and that word blessed is the same word as we use happy, but blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and his law doeth he meditate day and night. And it shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Father, would you bless now the study of thy word tonight to each of our hearts. We need a blessing from on high. And we ask you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, a lot of people want to give the idea that Christians are not supposed to be happy in this world. I know that uh, I've been rebuked by some for laughing in church over the years and I always have laughed and had a good time in church but I've had a lot of people come up to me and say now preacher you are not laughing church you ought to be serious in church well I just don't believe that I just believe you ought to be happy all the time and in all places you ought to be happy in church amen and so I believe that's the devil's lie Now, God wants us to be a happy people. Psalms 1 and verse 1 says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Proverbs 10 verse 22, The blessings of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. 
Now turn over to Matthew chapter 5 for just a second. Matthew chapter 5. And I want to read, please, beginning in verse 1. Matthew 5, verse 1. And seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain. And when he was set, his disciples came unto him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed is the poor in spirit. Now remember what the word blessed means. It means to be happy. Blessed is the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall be obtained mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Now, notice again, these verses plainly tell us in all circumstances just about you mentioned there, we're to be a happy people. And God wants His children to be happy and radiant and permanently happy. Now here in Psalms 1, God gives us a picture of the happy man and then tells us why he is happy. Number one, God's picture of the happy man, verse 3 tells us he shall be like, and then it goes on to tell us four things of the description that he is like. Now notice first of all, I was reading behind a Dr. W. Graham Scogie, and he introduces these characteristics by seven key words. Number one is vitality. Verse three says, and he shall be like a tree. Now, when you take that and study it, this word this speaks of life. <clears throat> the happy man, the true Christian, has received a new life. John 3, verse 3. Jesus answered and says to him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So the first thing is, uh, he shall be like a tree planted, and how that means speaks of life. Second Corinthians 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. In other words, a happy man is, he's got a new life in him, He's got a new thing to be happy about. He's a child of God. Then the second word he said is used there is a tree planted. That's security. Now notice this is just a carefully chosen tree cared for and cultivated. The life of the happy man is, a, is secure in Christ. Colossians 3.3 3, For you are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. John 10 verse 28 and I give unto them eternal life, they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Do you know there's a lot of people going through times right now of breakdown, nervous breakdowns, they even complicating suicide and all kind of things because of what's going on around us in this pandemic and the election and everything. They just can't cope with it. And you know what God said? God's in control. Amen. 
And this is why, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. He's got security. He's been planted. It ain't going to bother me. Amen? I'm going to be all right. And so we have security. The third thing, we have capacity. Planted by the rivers of water. Now, what a tree needs most is moisture in the, to be significant. Now notice, in Christ, the happy man has all he needs for time and eternity. Now turn over to Romans chapter 8 for just a minute. Romans chapter 8, I want you to watch this, verse 16 and verse 17. The Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And, if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with Him, that we may be also glorified together. Something that bothered me very much was when they said that Biden, or Biden himself said he's going to uh, tax 30% of wealth tax. In other words, everything that you've com- uh, accumulated over the years, he's going to put a 30% tax on it. And that scared me when he said that. I said, after all I've got to get all these years and work for and save, now he's going to tax it to death and you won't have anything? And I thought to myself, wait a minute. Now God said that I've been planted by a water, river of water and I've been blessed of God and a happy man has all he needs for time and eternity. And notice what this verse in Romans chapter 8 says, that we are joint heirs with Christ Jesus. Did you ever read uh, uh, that verse in uh, Isaiah, I believe it is, where it says that God has the cattle on a thousand of hills? I read that one day and I said, wait a minute, but they didn't stop there. He owns the hills too. Amen? In other words, God owns everything. Well, what do I got to worry about then? I'm his child and I'm heirs with him. If he owns the cattle and if he owns the hill, I got part of it too. Amen. I'm going to be took care of because God said I was going to be took care of. Then you have the next word that goes with it is fertility. That brings forth fruit. Now the happy man is fruitful. He brings forth the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 and 23. You ever been... Just somebody mentioned you so weird to you, you just want to pitch your head off. <laughs> if it weren't against the laws of God, you know, the laws of the land, you just pinch your head off or something, you know. I feel like that sometimes, but I get over it real quick. You know? You can't carry a grudge. You just can't do it and be happy. Anybody that carries a grudge, they're miserable. And remember this, you never get even in this world. Amen? And so I don't have to worry about. It. Did you know one of the one of the fruits of the spirit is love and gentleness and kindness Amen. and so that's what we're supposed to be like. And if we have this fruit of the spirit in us, we can get over it. Amen. I don't care what's thrown your way, you can get over it. Then you have the uh, the fruitfulness is fruit in its season. The happy man brings forth the right fruit at the right time. That is, patience in suffering, faith in trials, joy in prosperity, and you can go on and on. These are the fruits of the Spirit, and it brings, it comes out in us as a child of God. And then we have everlasting, that's perpetuality. I was, they sent me a new contract on my tower down there, 
and I couldn't understand the thing. So I got Lynn to take it to her lawyer, and he said, don't you sign that thing. He said, you stay right where you're at. Because the new contract had a word in it. I didn't know what it was. It was perpetual. You know what perpetual means? I had no idea. And you all know what it means? It means forever. And, I, and they put something in there. They could sell, uh, they could take me and take the tower and sell it to another company and then I'd be left out completely. The way they had it worded. I said, I ain't doing that. Amen. But a child of God has perpetually. Now what I mean by that, we have everlasting. His leaf also shall not wither. I like that. Amen. The new life received by the happy man is eternal life. John 3 verse 15, and his fruit abides forever. Amen. Now watch it. The seventh one is prosperity. Whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. This is the sum of the sixth then. Everything we do shall prosper. I was reading Genesis 24 verse 1, Romans 8 28, all things work together for good to them and love the Lord, and so on, and God blesses, and so on. And so we're blessed as a happy people. That's what makes us happy. We're blessed of God. I tell everybody I meet, man, God's good to me. Amen? And I mean it. I'm not just saying it just to be saying it. As a preacher, He's good to me. And i got a lot to be thankful for. The, se- the secret of the happy man's happiness now, here are some steps in anyone seeking true happiness. Number one is repentance. Number two is faith. Number three is obedience. Number four is communion. Now what? Verse one. Three words that's mentioned in verse one. Notice them. Not, blessed is the man that walketh, not, in the council of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of scorn. So you have three words there, not, nor, nor. Now watch. In verse 1, it says, Romans 3.23 says, All have sinned. But the happy man has repented of his sins. Repentance is a change of mind that leads to a change of action. Now, therefore, it must be complete. A turning from the counsel of the ungodly, uh, from the way of sinners, from sitting in the scornful. And notice these three names here for the progressive of this sin from our sins: walking, standing, sitting. Now, you show me somebody that's walking with sinners all the time. You show me somebody that's standing with sinners all the time. You show me somebody that's sitting around with sinners all the time, and I'll show you a miserable person. The Bible said we're to come out from them. Amen? Then verse 2. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in the law doeth he meditate day and night. Now this man is now happy because he has turned from verse 1 to verse 2. From sin to God. To Christ, to the will of the word, and the way of the Lord. That's a happy man. He is now a man of faith. Now what? He is also a man of obedience. Verse 2. He delighteth in the law of the Lord. Let me show you a miserable person. <clears throat> a miserable Christian especially is one that knows God's Word and won't do it. He knows what the Bible says. I'm not going to do it. That's a miserable person. 
But you know what a happy person is? It's the one who knows God's Word, and to the best of my ability, Lord, I want to do it. Amen? I don't always do everything that the Word of God says, but I sure want to. I have a desire in my heart to do whatever God tells me to do in His Word. And that's a happy person. Now, so, obedience brings true happiness. I like this little song. It's a trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Not just trust, but to trust and obey. And then you have communion. Verse 2 again tells us this man is made and kept happy because he meditates day and night in the Word of God. Now that's communion. This speaks of true fellowship with God. Did you know what fellowship is? It's a two-way street. You ever try to talk to somebody and either they're doing all the talking or you're doing all the talking? Now, that ain't fellowship. That's just you gabbing off. Amen? True fellowship is one talk and then the other talk. And one listens and the other one listens. And you get sympathy for one another. You get feelings for one another. You commune with one another. Did you know what communion with God is? Number one, you pray. You're talking to God. Number two is the Word of God. He's talking to you. And so you have a two-way with God then. And communion is God speaks to you out of His Word, and then you pray to God and you talk to Him. So uh, repentance, faith, obedience, and communion is the fourfold secret of true happiness. The solemn path and prospect of the unhappy man now. Watch this. The unbeliever is described as the ungodly. Verse 1. Bless the man that walketh, not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Verse 4. The ungodly not so, but like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Now the scornful is one thing in verse 1, and the sinner in verse 1 and verse 5. Five things to the unhappy man. His path, position, and prospect is quite different from that of the the believer. Verse 4. That verse 4 says, uh, The ungodly are not so. In other words, whosoever doeth he he doeth shall prosper. Verse 4. Whatsoever he shall do shall prosper. In verse 3. But then verse 4 says, The ungodly are not so. Everything he does, he's going to have trouble with. Now, the unbeliever is like the chaff. Uh, now, no life, chaff means no life, no vitality, no fruitfulness, no security, no stability, no value. Thank God. Let me tell you something. If you're a child of God tonight, you're something else. That's right. Did you know that? You're worth something. You're a child of God. But the unsaved are not so. They're like the chaff. Now, the unbeliever... Uh, will be condemned in the judgment. Verse 5. For the Lord knoweth the uh, way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. The unbeliever will perish in verse 6. Now, compare that to John 3.16. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, whosoever shall believe in Him shall not perish. Amen? So a believer ain't going to perish. That's like I say many, every time I get a chance. You, uh, you're not going to die. You're just going to transfer from here to there. Amen. We're not going to perish. Now, 
So the whole thing, here's the steps. Repentance, faith, obedience, communion. Amen? That's happiness. And when you learn that and practice that, that's where a happy Christian is at. Did you know it? It's one thing to know the will of God. It's another to practice it. And that's where happiness is. Not just knowing the will of God, but doing it. Amen? Glad I'm saved tonight, aren't you? Let's pray. Father, would you go on your way, on our way home with each one of us? Watch over us. Protect us. Teach us how to be happy all the time. The world right now is looking for somebody with a smile on their face. With just a joy in their heart and peace of mind. And I pray, Lord, that we will be that kind of testimony to a lost and dying world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you very much.